You are listening to the Living Greater Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Arn Alamond. It is Tuesday, March 12th, 2019. This is episode number two officially and welcome aboard. Uh, so excited to have you here and so excited to finally be launching this venture. This is something that I have wanted to do for some time uh, as a way to uh, help to inspire others to live a greater lifestyle. You see, it wasn't so long ago that for myself, um, life wasn't that great. Um, I mean, from the outside, everything looked fabulous, phenomenal. Um, maybe it didn't, I don't know, but I'm assuming everything looked normal, right? Um, and maybe it was normal. I guess maybe that's really the crux of the situation because normal um, for me was uh, in a relationship um, with my wife that was not healthy at the time and that was not happy, um, even though we both greatly loved each other. Um, thank God, uh, because I got us through to now. Um, uh, but uh, um, I, I, I was not uh, the person that I wanted to be, and um, and I was selfish. And in addition to that, um, there were other areas of my life that um, I just, more than anything, was content with the way that things were going. And, um, you know, it came to me one evening as I was lying awake in bed just trying to figure things out that... I had been living my life to be the greatest in certain aspects and capacities, and I kept failing over and over and over again, um, falling short. And on that evening, it was probably falling short of being a loving husband and a caring father and and, uh, all of those things. And it hit me. um, I don't have to be the best. Um, What I have to do, what I want to strive to do is I want to strive to be greater. Um, There was a story that I heard told about, uh, you know, the hero. And we hear people talk about heroes all the time. Um, and, uh, And I thought to myself, I thought, you know what? Um, why not be my own hero? And um, that's not to say that that I'm that person right then in that moment or even that person right now. But if I were a hero character, who would I be? And why would I consider myself to be uh, that person? What would qualify me as a hero? And I got this image in my mind of what that would look like. And um, and how that would work. And, uh, and so I went to work and I woke up the next day and I now have my baseline um, that I could compare to. And I was able to start to grow. And uh, for every two steps forward, um, I swear it felt sometimes like there were three steps back. But slowly over time, um, those steps stuck and they continue to stick and I continue to change. And what's beautiful about it is that as I began to change, um, other areas of my life began to change as well. And so um, this podcast is, uh, again, like I said, something that's just been on my heart and on my mind um, more than anything to be able to share my heart, um, but also to be able to share the hearts of others that are in our community that are undergoing these same changes, but maybe in different ways, because that's the thing that I noticed as I started to make changes in my own life, I was better able to recognize the changes that were happening in other people's lives. And y'all, I mean, talk about missed opportunity. I look back to those times and relationships and things that happened and, and choices that I made. And, and, uh, wow, you know, if, if, if we could all figure these things out sooner, 
uh, what a difference we would make in other people's lives, but what a difference it would make in our own. Um, but I finally got fed up, and uh, I decided um, that it was time to move forward. And, um, and so that's where we're going. So super excited about this. Um, I, I've got... Uh, some content that I'm lining up. Um, many of you know that uh, that I am a, a longtime teacher. Uh, some of you know that I am an entrepreneur. Um, a number of you know uh, my love for fitness and um, my affinity for personal training and CrossFit coaching and, and how I'm helping people in those arenas. And, um, and so through my relationships and through my experiences, um, you know, I hope to share, I guess, some of the insights and some of the passions and some of the things that just excite me and get me fired up about life that probably most of you, uh, most of a lot of my friends don't even know because when we're together, it's, it is what it is, right? I mean, you know each other for who you are, and unless you're spending time with each other every single day, uh, like a husband and wife or like a father and son, um, you may not see those changes, and sometimes we don't even allow those changes to come in. We still identify the people as who we've known them. So uh, so this is just, I'm fired up to be able to let these things loose. Um, at the same time, um, like I said, I have, I know so many people and just thoughts and memories and ideas and stories are coming into my mind right now of people that I've known, some for a long time, some for a short time. Um, and I've seen through their lives um, successes, and I've seen failures, and I have seen them come out the other side um, in such a beautiful light. And so I am excited and inspired to be able to share their stories with you as well, um, to be able to share their insights with you as well, to give an opportunity uh, for more people to identify um, with the journey that someone is on because uh, you know, guys, it's not my journey, um, and uh, it's it's your journey. And you know, my journey is my journey, and your journey is your journey. And you can draw strength from what I do, and I can draw strength from what you do. But we can't become each other, right? We have to become ourselves. We have to um, we have to develop. We have to grow, and that happens at our own pace. And uh, so, anyway. Um, all of that to say, we've got so much great stuff coming up. Um, uh, but tonight, I wanted to chat a little bit. I guess what's on my heart tonight, um, and even last night it was hitting me again. But man, it, it came up again today on Facebook. Um, is uh, is weight loss? I want to talk for a minute about weight loss, and um, I, I want to uh, I want to paint a picture. Um, First off, you know why? Why does somebody want to lose weight? Like, what are the reasons behind it? Um, as we've worked with people over time and and um, and heard a variety of different stories from different perspectives, um, as friends, as husbands and wives, um, you know, from uh, business relationships through coaching, um, you know, I've heard lots, so many different reasons why people want to lose weight. Um, one is to be able to be more active and not to be be held back. Uh, another is um, to not fear uh, being left out of pictures or not not to want to be um, in pictures. I've heard that um, from another a, a number of sources, and my wife Nikki has shared with me that that um, is a very real fear for uh, a lot of women, and I'm sure a lot of men as well. Um, we've got summer coming up, right? So um, we live in a nor- northern climate here in Boise, Idaho, and uh, many people haven't uh, have it 
haven't seen their full silhouette, but as we start getting closer to the summer, a lot of people are thinking about it from aesthetic purposes. It's like, hey, the pool's going to be open. We're going to be going to the lake. You know, I want to I trim off some layers, et cetera, et cetera. The reasons are, are copious. I mean, some are purely health-related. Um, there are so many different reasons, and uh, we're going to dive into those over time um, into greater depth. But um, the thing that I wanted to approach today is, um, you know, why... Uh, why this, I guess, affinity and this, this um, uh, preoccupation, if you will, um, with weight loss. And then what is it that motivates us to get there and do it? And, and what spawned this is that I was um, recently uh, privy to a, a weight loss challenge um, that arose. And, uh, and then tonight, again, I saw another one, a different one pop up on Facebook. And, and then it made me realize, I'm like, you know what, these are all over the place. And, and I've run weight loss challenges before. I've been part of weight loss challenges before, body transformation challenges, things like that. And what I'm talking about um, primarily are the challenges that promote a high stakes prize um, that can be won at the end. Um, and uh, it, you know, it hit me yesterday or the day before, um, as I'm as I'm interacting with some folks that are involved in in one of these right now. Um, it, it hit me and it made me question: Are we really doing a service for people when we promote? these high stakes challenges. Uh, when we use that for the motivation and the inspiration to help spur them along. Um, and I, I kind of, I was thinking about it, I likened it to uh, a lottery, you know, the lottery system. It's like, um, people play the lottery. I've, I bought lottery tickets. I've gambled a little bit in my life. It's not something that I do a lot because I don't win a lot at it. Maybe it's because I don't do enough, right? Um, but I think if you ask most people, most people would say, um, and I think the statistics would back this up, that, that the majority of people that gamble, whether it's uh, the local lottery or whether you know, you're going and, and uh, gambling for, for the purpose of gambling, you know, a, a fantasy football, whatever, um, most people are going to lose money on that endeavor. Um, there's going to be one person that walks away. Ironically, sometimes it is the same person over and over again. So maybe there is some science to it and some people figure out that system. But for the majority of us, you know, the, the, the odds of winning um, a lottery, a drawing, a raffle, a fantasy football league, whatever, are pretty low, right? Um, but uh, sometimes that's used, though, in the opposite way. And, and we look at some of these challenges and these contests and things, and it's like, well, hey, there's only 10 people in, or there's only 20 people in, or there's only 100 people in. And so you've got great odds to win. And yeah, the, the odds do improve. But the piece that we miss is that we are only in control of ourselves and our own actions. And I guess that's the piece that I don't like about those style of challenges and um, you know judge how you will um, everybody's gonna have a different perspective on this but just hear me out for a second um, you know when we place that external um, motivator on this process this aspect of losing weight which for most of us is an incredibly uh, intimate and personal um, uh, Emotion, and I would say it is more emotional than anything. Um, I know that there are people that have fought this battle for years, for decades, for a lifetime in some cases. Um, I know the anxiety and the fears that come about um, when when we have to show our bodies, uh, especially in the United States. We're so judgmental, right? Um, and there's an aspect of health, but there's also the aspect of, of aesthetics. And... Um, when we place that external value on it of a contest, of a high stake, um, then 
in what I've seen, let's put it this way, what I've seen is that, you know, for the people that are, that are fighting for that top step, it, it, it does, I believe, serve as a motivator because it's like, hey, you know what? If I cap this thing off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win a thousand bucks. I mean, that's, that's pretty good motivation. The downside is that for the person that falls behind, or you know that that misses, or that um, misinterprets the rules. You know, whoever, who knows, right? Um, observes something as being unfair. All of a sudden, now we've got this external thing that's saying um, this is not a fair system. And what do we do when things aren't fair? We shut down. We kick back. We don't. We don't drive forward. Um, you know, I'm not promoting, and everyone wins t-ball mentality that's not the idea here Um, but at the same time with something like weight loss if it's a non-competitive venue I mean I understand if you're a figure competitor you know yeah you better get yourself down to you know um, paper thin uh, skin and and three percent body fat and you better nail um, your diet and your hydration and everything that you're doing um, the day of the competition um, because that's what you signed up for but when we're just looking at um a challenge that is intended to help people lose weight, um, I think we have to look at the bigger picture of we also need to help these people, help each other to create behaviors that are maintainable, to create behaviors that are going to cause long-term change over the long term, the duration of our life. Because it's not healthy and it's not fun to lose weight feel great about how you look, how you feel, whatever, and then gain it back um, because of whatever reason comes back into your life. Maybe because the system that you were on was was outrageous and it was it was too difficult to follow and maintain. Um, maybe you're not eating any food and, you know, while you look great, um, you don't have any energy. I mean, there's so many different things, right, that can factor into this. That adding on top of that, um, you know, this, this carrot of... Uh, of, of a high cash out, um, man, it's it's like punishing kids in a sports practice with lines. Is it no wonder that you know when when athletes um, leave high school sports, unless they're a cross country runner or a track runner, very few of them really enjoy running. They kind of fall back in love with it later on. Or if you've got collegiate athletes, um, it's not uncommon for them to come out of their collegiate programs and really not want to hit the weight room, just because of the intensity that they did it with and the reasons behind it. Um, so. What I'm suggesting and promoting here is, uh, is, is the idea of, of creating challenges um, that foster the individual's um, ability to create lasting changes um, in their lifestyle. Uh, whether it's related to exercise, whether it's related to nutrition, whether it's related to sleep, lasting changes that we can maintain for a long period of time. So that rather than having the yo-yo and the fluctuations of up, down, up, down, you know, you're always within a stone's throw of right where you want to be. You've got great energy, you feel good about yourself, you're strong, vital, and ready to rock and roll. I mean, that to me is where we should be. And uh, and it, it, it breaks my heart. I mean, we see it at the first of the year. Uh, people make uh, resolutions, um, they jump on the bandwagon, um, they get in, they go so hard, so fast, and um, then they're sore, um, you know, they get beat down, sick, whatever, get back to work. I mean, just there's so many things coming back at you when we go into it with a all or none mentality that 
it's it's amazing that anybody succeeds at the game. Um, rather, what I would love to see is finding something that you love. Make that a habit, all right? I mean, it doesn't have to be an hour of cardio. It could be a 10-minute run or a 10-minute walk, or it could be a, a short wad using body weight, you know, squats, burpees, um, lunges, push-ups, whatever. There's so many different ways we can look at that, right? But find something that you can fit into your schedule, something that you know you can do every day, and most importantly, something that you absolutely love. Um, maybe you love it because it gives you the opportunity to be outside and get fresh air, and that's something that you don't get during the day. And so those are your 10 to 15 minutes of just you time. Or maybe it's that opportunity to get into the gym uh, for a half hour, an hour, uh, put in your earphones, and just zone out for a little bit and remove some of the stress from the day and not have the kids yelling at you and talking and asking you what's for dinner. Um, maybe it's just cutting out fried foods and making that the thing that you're going to use to impact your life um, for this month. Or maybe it's removing sugar for this month. And what's going to happen when you do those little things and you make them a habit and every day you add those things in, they just become what you do normally, then all of a sudden that's your, that's your baseline, right? That is your greatest to this point. And so then we add in something else. We add in another little component. Oh, you know what? Now I've got more energy. You know, I've always wanted to try CrossFit. I'm going to go give that a shot. Or, you know what? I've got more energy and I've lost some pounds. I think I can get back on a bicycle. I used to really enjoy riding a bike. So I'm going to get back on a bicycle and I'm going to go explore some of these trails or I'm going to ride around the neighborhood. You know, your world opens up when we feel great about ourselves. But our world also opens up when we have success and our mind opens up as well. We see what's possible just because we've had success with those small things and those successes build on themselves. So, boom, there you have it. Um, out with the high stakes weight loss challenges unless you are a fitness competitor. <laughs> and, uh, and let's pull in realistic, uh, you know, activities and things and realistic goals that are things that you're going to be able to maintain long term. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a relatively fit guy. I, I maintain a, a good level of fitness throughout the year. And that's one of my goals um, is to always be within a stone's throw. And I usually feel like I'm about 10 days out um, from feeling really comfortable with my body. Um, I've had a couple of weeks of, of uh, just a little bit more stress and activity in my life. I just took on coaching lacrosse for my young son. Um, I've got coaching, uh, you know, at the, the gym, um, full-time job at, as a teacher. I'm, I'm working on the, the behind-the-scenes stuff and getting my personal training business going and started. And, um, and there's so many little pieces in there, right? And so in all of that, my diet's gone a little bit funky. And, uh, and so I notice it, but I, I also know that I'm so close. And uh, all it takes is just tightening the reins up just a little bit. Um, ironically, it actually means me eating a little bit more food, which is something we're going to talk about down the road, how you can actually eat food and maintain your weight goals. Hey, doesn't that sound like fun? So anyway, um, you know, that's uh, one guy's opinion. Um, I would certainly love to hear yours, but, um, but the, the, I, I, am, I am of the opinion, and as you may be able to understand, um, very strongly so, that if we're happy with ourselves and we're happy with where we're at, um, other things in our lives fall into place. It opens things up so we're able to make um, better decisions 
uh, throughout the day. And it's those decisions that propel us forward in life. It's those decisions that open opportunity. And so if we can do little things um, to feel uh, greater and better about ourselves physically, and if we have support for that um, from ourselves, network of friends, family, whatever, um, guys, there is nothing you can't accomplish. You are going to light it up. And, and that's what I wish for you. So I'm going to leave it at that tonight. Um, wish that you would just light it up. I want to see uh, you walking down the street beaming and, uh, and confident and uh, man, full of sass, right? Um, you all are great. Again, thank you so much. Um, if uh, if you stumble across this podcast, um, I, I am I am so excited to share this journey with you, and uh, I think uh, you know starting off um, episode two, um, gonna be real with you guys. Uh, it's intimidating. Uh, it's ten thirty at night. Uh, everybody's asleep. I'm super tired, um, but uh, you know I made the commitment, and uh, you know guys, I have things to say, and uh, in my mind. Um, there's hundreds of thousands of people out there that need to hear it. And so I'm going to keep saying it and I'm going to keep sharing it until I get the message out. Um, so more to come. Um, thank you so much. Uh, be good. God bless. Um, we'll talk to you soon.